Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come on to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast. Welcome, welcome everybody to this week's Weekly Experience. On today's podcast, we celebrate... Rog. Roger, <laughs> what's going on? What you got across your mouth? Oh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Yes, we celebrate National Pets Month, which, as a nation of pet lovers, we absolutely, absolutely adore. So we'll be hearing from Gary and Michelle, who run the Dogs and Homes Rescue in Fleet. Um, we did the adoption, and I got home. I posted it up on social media, and the third comment was, "That's Tim Pete, the astronaut." And I felt such a klutz. Plus also we hear from Emma from We Love Pets Farnborough. Carla's here with her love of crofts. And apart from that, we'll be hearing from Chris from the Ascot Brewing Company, uh, where they have just reopened after the lockdown. And Karen Hurley with What's On. And Laura Lowe pops in for a chat about her music that she's producing. And Taylor's here from Taylor Made Weddings to have a go at the 30-second ad challenge. Plus also we have the fun of Bev's Unpack the Fact, plus the new weekly experience, Celebrity Gig which is up to week two. Can you get that £30 Amazon voucher? Details coming up. Plus also some great locally produced music. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> it's the weekly experience. Hello, it's Rod here. It's Bev here. Oh. And it's Jack here. Oh. 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 What? Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not speechless because I'm not on an internet connection, but... We're all in the same room, yay! We're in the same room. Yay! Look at us. Hello, chums. How are you? Hello, my darling. It's been a long while, isn't it, really? That's it. I worked out how it's the second week of December that we sat in this very studio and we did the show before. It's crazy, isn't it? And I can happily report he still has his legs. Has, has Roger got his glasses on? Is it a studio? Oh, yeah, it's really nice. Studio. It is. It's studio. Studio. studio, darling. The weekly Experience Studio. Absolutely. Yeah, the last time we ate here... Well, at here. At here and... Because uh, we, oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, Because we did the Christmas sharing. We did, didn't we? Taste testing. Taste testing, yeah. yeah. I can't um, remember what we were taste testing. We, well, we did meat oh, mince pies and we did uh, various pastry type of things uh, and crisps. Uh, and drinks. And uh, drinks. Oh, yeah. my goodness. What else can we do? We now, if we, we planned this, you see, we could have brought some more celebrationally drinks and all that kind of stuff for our record coming back all together. Well, we can do that kind of stuff again now. Awesome. We, we could we could do one evening, actually, and do an actual test out, uh, a Newbury thing, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Something new. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. You could get uh, the Just Eat. You could do Deliveroo and I could just stuff it to my face. And we could see who got there first and on time oh, yeah. and more most efficiently. Well, there's a great little sketch, actually. I don't know if you've seen it with Ant and Deck. Where they're kind of one tr- tr- one tries to go and get the food and one does the delivery and so gets there the fastest. Oh right! To bring it back to the house. That's here's a really a, good idea. Here's an interesting. My son said the other day. Um, he said like, his mates. Uh, one of his mates works for um, the delivery. So when they're around, they're all chilling out around the house and stuff, and they order it. Mate goes goes and gets it and gets paid for doing it. Fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good. So what have you been up to the last seven days? Uh, I've been away. 
Have you really? Yeah, I've been Airbnb-ing. You've been taking advantage, haven't you? Hey? <laughs> I've been down to Plymouth. Right. See my daughter. That's been really awesome. You know, Cornish pasties, quite a lot of walking and just generally being happy. You? Well, I've just been figuring out what we do for the next couple of weeks now. We're out and about, planning ahead now for new... Sh- oh, getting the shows out there on the road, back on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're going to be out a secret location next week. That's exciting. Secret. It's that secret that me and Bev don't actually know, no and that clue. is telling the truth, yeah, okay? That, yeah, that is. So you may not ever hear from us again, but... Is it some dungeon you're putting in? Oh, I know. You're putting me in that prison cell, aren't you? No, it's going to be out and about with all, all the nice fresh air we've got. And obviously, the lovely sun at the moment that's going on. Are we allowed to know yeah. what town or anything? We've just got to it, it's, wait. It's based in Camley still, you know. Okay. So I thought I'd just slowly get us out, oh, easing okay. a bit. Ease the time. us out. Oh, yeah. Exciting. So that's been our seven days. Um, I've I've had my jab this week. Good. That's another one. I Did know about. No, it was all right. It was okay. okay. And you're feeling okay? Yeah, yeah, I feel okay. You didn't, quite, you didn't quite like a baby when they jabbed you. No, no, no. Okay. It's, it's just a, a tiny pinprick. There's no issue. You, do, you kind of walk away, you think to yourself, did they do that? It's so quick and it's um, it's good. It, you when, just kind when, of feel powerful. When I see a needle, I normally faint. Do you? Yeah. I, and guess what I've got booked in for next week? Haircut. Yeah! Oh, yeah, I've got mine cut. <laughs> yeah, yours, yours is very curly. Yeah. It's curly but tidy. It's not tidy. It, it's, it's, all, it's not tidy yeah, at mine, all. Mine's like, like all down here, curly and long and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a hippie. <laughs> I think you two look gorgeous. Oh, thanks, uh, Mum. She's after, she's after something, Rog. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. Do you want a cup of tea? I'll make you one in the uh, studio oh, canteen if you wish. Yeah, thank you very much. Fantastic. Right, should we crack on with today's show? Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Let's do a bit of this. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. False, false, true, true, false, false, true. Mm. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we've had some great stories from Jack. I've, I've told some great stories and Beverly's told some great stories as well. Could you play this next clip, please, for us? I decided to learn to ice skate and loved it. Got on well with it. <laughs> and was invited to perform in the Christmas show at the Basingstoke Ice Rink. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I didn't believe it straight away. <laughs> you don't know, does you? Well, let's wait and see what happens, hey? <laughs> Stop it, Rog. Still makes me laugh to this day when I hear that clip. Every single time it gets me in fits of laughter, even today. <laughs> it's a little chuckle one, isn't it? That's a little chuckle one. It's that. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So it is the turn of Beverly today with her Unpack the Fact. So what's your story? Um, about four years ago, whilst I was on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Uh, where do we start? Was you, was you carrying your purse on you and your phone and stuff? Yeah, everything. had everything on me. Was there was any ransom in, in, in the in demand and for your family? And what are you saying here? Well, you've been kidnapped. It must be some no, sort of... No, nearly got kidnapped. I nearly, I got, nearly kidnapped. got kidnapped. I actually wasn't, but it was um, only because I was quick off the mark that I wasn't kidnapped. So it was a van rushing past. Guys jumped out, grabbed him. So you van. weren't kidnapped? <laughs> and they said, yeah. I wasn't kidnapped, no. I wasn't actually kidnapped. Um, I was nearly got kidnapped. I'm picturing them all bundled in the van and thinking, <laughs> shit, got the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dump her out. <laughs> it didn't quite happen like that. I, what happened was... Um, I w- was it's tenderless. My- it's going to be an easy one, isn't it? 
Well, no, I can tell I, It's up to you to decide if it's true or not. Okay, go on in, go for it. So I was on holiday um, in China and I... China! <laughs> when was this? Four years ago, did you say? About four years ago. Was it ago, down the local chinky down the road or something? And I was walking around a market <laughs> with my friends and... Um, Fleet market, yeah, cool. Yeah. Somebody came up to us and said, you wanting a handbag? Or something similar to that. So, um, Or do you want sweet and sour balls? These, these <laughs> friends said, yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we followed them, yep. followed the lady to this place. Why do you trust a stranger? When you told that as a child, don't trust a stranger? <laughs> well, you know, you're in holiday mode, aren't you? You just think it's okay. All right. Remember, this is a family show. We need to tell people not to trust other people, you know? Yeah, well, okay. well, the moral of the story is don't actually do it. Yeah. They get kidnapped like Bev. Mm. Nearly, nearly mm. kidnapped, not actually. So where did they take you? They took, they took us into this room. Uh, well, you went through this door, and on the right hand side was a chest of drawers. One of those big chests. You said took us. One and one they took. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was me and my friends. Okay. Were they showing you the fryers? And well, we were going to look at the handbags. Can <laughs> we battered or? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to look like at the fried rice or normal rice. <laughs> and then um, on the right hand side Beth was this big chest of <laughs> Right, I'm not gonna play this game. No, carry on, it's great. I love the story. <laughs> I just hope this one's made up. Beth's come up some great stories, but she's got the best stories. So there is a chest of drawers on the right hand side. And behind the chest of drawers there was a crack in the wall which was kind of like a door. And behind the door, behind it... I think you're watching watch Harry Potter now, isn't it? Good, good was answer. a man, was a couple of men. Oh, right. And I'm intrigued now. Go on. Oh, I can't tell you at all, can I? I have to wait. I'm telling you, you should give me, ask me questions. No, I'm just, I just love storytelling. It's great. <laughs> so, and this I've woman... I've got me flask here. Oh, go, go. Go on, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so this woman sort of gathered us into this space and I started going, oh my God, this is not good because she started, she, she spoke, she sort of... You've only just realised this. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> we are not in a good situation here. As she kind of like get gesticulated um, to the person who was near the door to close the door. So I said to my friends, run! So I pushed this woman out of the way and onto the floor. The people behind the, the, the um, door in the wall kind of got up to run and come and get us and we ran out of the place. I'm kind of thinking this is like not true, but then I'm kind of thinking it's going to probably be true. <laughs> <laughs> so you can ask anything from now. Oh, dear me. I don't know where to go with this story. Should we ask a bit later on in the show? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, quite so, overwhelmed. <laughs> remind us of the story once again. Well, the the, uh, the little sentence is, about four years ago, whilst I was on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best. It's brilliant. It's the weekly experience. So then, before we head out and speak to Emma uh, from We Love Pets, Farbra, also we're here from Chris from the Ascot Brewing Company as well. We begin our celebrations of National Pets Month as we speak to Emma from We Love Pets, Farnborough. Uh, so, Emma, which area do you cover then? So we cover Fleet, Farnborough, Hartley, Whitney and Camberley. We offer dog walking, pet sitting, house sitting, anything pet related you name it we can cover it i've got a team of three walkers now um obviously covid hit us quite hard and we had to shut up shop 
However, we are getting a lot of puppy inquiries now because a lot of people have gone and got themselves little doggies while they're all at home. Um, and are now being told they've got to go back into the office. So that's where we come in. We can offer a half hour visit here and there, an hour visit, take them out for a few hours, keep them entertained, get them puppy socialising, anything ne- like related to a dog, cats, bunnies. I've had a tur- tor- oh, tortoise inquiry. So, wow! How do you yeah, handle? We do it. How do you handle a tortoise inquiry? Um, I yeah, I said we can we can do that, but it never transpired to anything, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to ask, how did this come about? I my how would you describe Sam? <laughs> she is my mum's husband's brother's wife. Yeah, that's it. She. <laughs> She um, got in touch with this company, We Love Pets. So how would how have you got into this? Um, I inquired about setting up a franchise as well. I looked into dog walking and pet care and things because I've pre this, I was a childminder for 20 odd years, but I didn't want to be changing nappies for a further 20 years, if I'm being completely honest. So I switched it up and went into animals. And I did a bit of research to find out how best to go about it. I wanted to work with a franchise because I like their model and how they operate. Um, and I found We Love Pets, who are really supportive, really engaging, and really wants the best for you because obviously it helps them as well. They offer amazing training and they're just really supportive and I, we decided to go with them. I had a nice five-day training away from my children and husband. It was lovely. <laughs> um, that was just over two years ago when we launched in April 2019. So you do dog walking. Let's concentrate on just the dogs for a minute. You do the dog walking and lots of dog walkers when you see out, they do kind of pack walks. What's your feelings about that? Um, so we we don't pack walk. We don't feel um, it's safe for the dogs or the walkers. Um, obviously, there are people that do like pack walking because they like the socialising aspect. However, our maximum is three. Um, and given the year we've had, we haven't wanted to necessarily take dogs out in in more than one we've been doing a lot of solo walks so that there's no cross contamination as much as possible so we'll go and collect one walk that one and then make sure we're all clean before we go and collect the next one um but in normal times we are we are only doing it up to three we would never walk more than three i think the area you're covering i think there's some great bits of countryside around there so there's plenty of walks for the dogs to be had basically so there's no fear of not the dogs getting any walks is there (laughs) no definitely not we have a couple that we even take out for like a couple of hours a day so they'll be like the first pickup and then they'll come to a couple of other dogs and they all go out together for a good good couple of hours so is it mainly volunteers that people are looking after these dogs or do you kind of give them some sort of token no 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 i pay them They're, they're all on payroll um, so it's a proper part-time job. Obviously, I can't have people out walking eight, nine hours a day. So it's, it's definitely a part-time role. Um, we're always looking to take on new new members of staff, be it a walker or 
a house visitor or a house sitter. Um, we are actually looking for a boarder at the moment, somebody who's looking for, who, who loves dogs but can't commit to one sort of full time, um, but would like to help out when the owners are going on holiday and things. And they don't want the house sit option. They want to go to a boarder of maybe two or three dogs at any one time but that would be all that we would put in with them so more details and a full-length chat with lovely emma at buzz talk business at buzzpodcast.co.uk which is available on spotify amazon and also your usual outlets to hear the weekly experience uh, plus all, all of our content that we produce here at buzzpodcast.co.uk now i don't know if you need team national pets month is a unique in bringing together animal welfare charities professional bodies uh, pet businesses schools youth clubs and also l- pet lovers as well the campaign is coordinated by the national office of animal health and also pet food manufacturers association as well now all to do with this Carla's a big fan uh, she's a big fan of the show as well uh, she joins us here with the love of crafts so why do you love pets so much they they're just always happy to see you they just have such unconditional love you can tell them anything and they won't tell anyone else and it's just there's just something really special about you know having a cuddle with them or you know taking them out it's just it's lovely so have you always loved pets as a, as a small child? I have, yeah. I mean, I had my first pet, I must have been about 11 when I had a hamster. And since then, it's kind of moved on to rabbit. I had guinea pigs. Um, I had a little gap where I didn't have anything. Then I got a rabbit again when I was in rental, who I've still got. Um, and now I've got a small zoo going on here. So yeah, always been animal mad. So what have you got in your collection? I've got three dogs, uh, two bunnies and two hamsters. Now I know the dogs are very special to you because they're Dalmatians, aren't they? They are indeed. Um, I've got Maggie, Pearl and Angel. So mm-hmm. yeah, they are. They're That's Maggie also just, you. I don't know. Wait. You do also take them out on show as well, don't you? So I take that? Angel to shows, yeah. Um, sadly, we haven't been into Out20 for over a year now, but we're hoping they're going to start back up again in June. Uh, so, yeah, they're really good fun. I mean, it's done my confidence the world of good showing her. I mean, we've qualified for Crufts twice. She loves it as much as I do. And it's just, it's nice to just kind of get out for the day with her and just have a bit of fun. So I was going to say, what do you love about it so much? But I think you've really answered that question. Anything else that you'd like to share on that? Crufts means to you. Oh, Crufts was just amazing. The first time we went, when I got Angel, I thought, oh, I'm going to see if I can qualify for Crufts. It was kind of a bit of a sort of long shot. I was to see what I can do. And I, I didn't know what I was doing. And we actually qualified on her first show. She was six months old. Neither of us particularly knew what we were doing. When I look at the photos now, it's like, gosh, we looked awful. But we qualified for Crufts. So getting there was just such an achievement. It was just brilliant. And when she then qualified for a second year, that was just so special as well. She did actually qualify for this year, but it was moved to July. And then now it's been cancelled, sadly. Uh, So hopefully, I've been still training her and stuff um, during lockdown so fingers crossed she'll qualify for next year and maybe i'll get her to the stage where we don't have to keep qualifying which would be lovely as well do you think she comes home all excited to tell the other two she does um and the really funny thing is pearl who's my middle one she is happier to see angel than she is me 
and she'll give Angel a complete wash over and then it's kind of an afterthought, oh, hi. I always, I'm a bit sad and I always try to get Angel to pose with the catalogue and if she's won anything, a rosette, but she's not normally that happy. So I've got some really bad photos of her, you know, trying to run off with catalogues and stuff. Um, and then she actually sleeps, which Angel never sleeps. So that's quite nice as well after she's you know, run riot and excitement again home. So it's, it wears her out, which is good as well. And before we go today, we've got to ask you this. What is the downside of having a pet? Angel kind of wakes you up in the middle of the night quite a lot. I can often be seen on Facebook Messenger in the early hours where she's decided that, um, oh, it's time to play. And you never, I've not had a lie-in now for, well, Maggie's, Maggie's nearly eight. So for sort of seven and a half years, I've not had a lie-in because they nag you to get up. So that's, yeah, that's definitely the downside. So that was Carla speaking to us uh, with her love of her Dalmatians and all the rest of the collection of animals that she's got in her sanctuary, I would say. Uh, but uh, it was also lovely to hear about Crufts as well. Sam, that is being cancelled again once again this year, mm. for instance. But uh, I know how much she loves it. Um so let's ask you two what you love about pets and stuff, because I know you've got a dog. Yeah, I've got two dogs. I've got um, Ellie, she's a 10-year-old cockapoo, and I have Luna, also known as Lunatic, and she's a 5-year-old Tibetan terrier, who I obviously do love. Um, but she What do they bring to you then, Beth? What do they bring? Um, well, it's like Carla said, unconditional love, actually. And do you know what? When you're poorly or feeling a bit down, they kind of sense it and they lie closer to you and are just more affectionate. You know, they kind of seek you out more and um, support you, I think, in an unconditional type of love way. Why do I always think, when I'm looking at Jack now, I'm thinking Jack must have had a reptile or something when he was younger. No, I had a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't, think, I didn't think you were going to say that, actually. Okay. I Have ha you had any other pets? Um, had hamsters. My mum was always had dogs. So, um, colleague, um, you know, black and white colleague. Oh, colleague, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, long, yeah, yeah. long haired one. Used to jump our six foot wall. It's a six foot wall. And the other side, it sort of went down. So it was like eight foot the other side. <laughs> Kind of thing. I had to go and keep chasing it. And um, I'm also like the Yorkshire Terriers mm. type of thing. Which didn't jump the walls. No, too small for that one. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They are lovely though. And, and also, it, they get you out. I'm talking dogs in particular. They get you out no matter what. Even if you're cheesed off, it's raining or whatever. Off you go for a walk. And then you feel so much better looking up and out. So. I always find dogs were playing in the backside because every time I play down the back garden, I will tread my toes in poo. Mm, you know, that's a downside. Or it's like, uh, go and walk the dogs. Oh God, Mum, do I have to? Mm. <laughs> I've had cats too. I love cats. Love cats. I had a, a Persian, a Misty. She was about sixteen when she died, and then I had Molly as well. She was a little black uh, mongrel type of cat, and she was nearly twenty-two when she died. My word. I prefer cats because they do their own thing. Mm, independent. Um, they are lovable as well because they'll come and cuddle you and stuff. Um, they're kind of litter chained and you don't have to take it for walks. With dogs, it's just like, especially if you live in a flat, it's like, all you're going to take for a wee, back up again, and probably about 10 minutes later, you probably want to go out again. Yeah, that's, that's a trouble <laughs> so, there. Cats are way more independent, aren't and they? And cats don't have fun, funny, weird names. What's that when you say cockapoo? A cockapoo, yeah. Yeah, that's really weird names. Dogs got some strange names, haven't they? In the old days, I suppose that would have been called a mongrel, but now mm. it's kind of like a hybrid special one. <laughs> <laughs> but I am thinking of getting another cat now, because my cat passed away, unfortunately. Um, so I'm thinking of buying another one, but I'm going to go for one of these um, 
Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a place, it's Maine, Maine Coon, Maine Cookout after the place in the United States, because where they come from. And those one of those giants? They're, yeah, really, really big ones. They're about, they're, yeah, they're big as dogs, they are. Oh, but, I don't like big cats. But they are, they're highly intelligent, because you can train him like a dog, train him with tricks. They'll understand the command no and stuff. They're very lovable. They're actually, they're really lovable. Because I think the male cats, you've got to kind of be in all the time because they get very stressed out if you go out and leave them for too long. But the female cats are fine with that side. Mm, so there are very lovable cats. Women yeah. are way more comfortable. Uh, they are, they are big, but they do have that very much unique look of their wild side of them. So, and it's different. Can you imagine coming around and seeing my cat? Everyone thinks, oh, you little small cat. Big thing sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> like, impressive. You know. And you can put it on a lead and take it for a walk as well. Okay. What I've, about you, Rog? I've always seemed to have adopted like animals in my time. Mm. That's a nice thing to do, though. <clears throat> but I don't mean adopted as in I've adopted them, but given them back to their owners sort of thing. Do you okay. know what I mean? That's kind of best thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so I've had experience of dogs and whatever. My friend had two cocker spaniels at one time till nice. sadly he passed away a couple of months ago. So he's a little bit upset about that, obviously. Uh, plus also looking after a pet little uh, fusion. Fusion? Fusion. Another weird name. Dog name. Fusion. Weird name. Fusion. Fusion. Okay. You know, the yeah. little white fluffy thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And a, and, a, and a cat as well. So, yeah, lovely. Mm. Yeah, I think we British in particular, we really like animals, don't we? We really like I, I like dog owners because they're funny. Because um, someday they say the dogs look like their owners. Do I look like mine yeah. then? I haven't seen your dog, so I can't no. tell. Brown and furry. Um, I wonder we had a wiggling tail over there. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, a guy, there's a guy, he's like built like a brick, brick house, you know. Mm. The kind of thing's going to be a really strong dog. He's walking a little small dog, you know. Yeah, they do say that dogs look like their owners or yeah. the other way around. But what sort of, If he was looking at Raj, what sort of thing do you think dog will suit him? Um, I, I, do you know what? I think it's one of those schnauzers. And they're no. quite cute. They are cute. No. Like the curly hair. No. Oh, it's just because I've got long hair at the moment, is it? <laughs> I was kind of thinking of the sausage dog, you know. Hey, what do you think? Roger? I love Labradors. Oh, they're, yeah, they're mm. lovely as well. I don't know if you look like a Labrador, though. Mm. Yeah, but they also look intelligent. I don't know if you look like a Labrador. Oh, thanks. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, by the way, if you do have a pet and uh, you would like to tell us why you love your pet so much, do get in touch with us on the weekly experience. Always like to hear from you. Uh, you can check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience. Now, the pubs have opened for their beer gardens. Uh, the queue for the hairdressers is getting a little bit shorter, but my hair is getting longer. Mm. Anyway. But I'll be there this week. Don't want to worry. So this time next week, when we're together, you'll see a shorter hair, okay? Last week, we gave you a montage of Daniel Way, which we have a little montage of some of the highlights last week on the show. So if you didn't hear it, check out our podcast from last week and you'll see us, me and Bev, Jack, and also Jenny uh, visiting various places around the area. So we want to be doing that once again on the podcast. We want to be meeting you if you're a charity organisation or something that you would like to shout about, something that you've experienced during lockdown down uh, do get in touch with us on the facebook page or drop me an email or bev at uh, roger at smjmediagroup.uk or bev at smjmediagroup.uk as well we'd love to hear from you from your fascinating stories as well so let's have some music on the podcast well so we take a little breather this is lillian dinely this is love songs on the radio i've loved and i've lost so tell me why i do it to share a lifetime with you I've had and I've hurt But it was all worth it If I get 
It's a line that's to you at the end of the day My love, my world, my heart, my one and only You are the reason I understand the love songs on the radio On the radio now Love songs on the radio Lovely, talented Lily and Dinely. That's Love Songs on the Radio here on the Weekly Experience. It's Rog, it's Beverly, and it's Jack with you. And it is that time where I can keep my eye on you for today's quiz. So, Miss Beverly, or Isla Sinclair, as I've been calling you the last couple of months or so, the scores on the doors are Isla. We have Jack with five and a half points, Beverly stomping ahead in the lead with seven and a half. Jack, there's the answers. There, look. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, today, I know we did National Pet Month last month on the quiz. Mm-hmm. Last week, I should say, on the quiz. But as we are doing a kind of a pets-related kind of theme today, I've got three more questions for you. I hope you don't mind. No, I'm happy with that. Okay, question number one goes like this then. Gerbils, which you had, Jack? Hamsters. Or hamsters. Same thing. They've got still got tails and feet. Anyway, go, go for it. Gerbils were first introduced to the pet industry in 1964 from which country? Was it Asia? Was it America? Or was it British? Okay. Okay. Any thoughts? Yeah, I have a thought on that. Whether it's right or not is another matter. Okay. Question number two today. What is Britain's most popular dog breed? Is it the Jack Russell? Is it the Labrador? Or is it the Staffordshire Bull Terrier? Okay. Mm. 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 Do you reckon, Jack? Yeah, I've got an idea. That's what I knew, cheating. (laughs) No cheating. I should put our hands up here. Everybody can see there's nothing going on. Okay, question number three today. What was the name of the family's golden Labrador in the television series, The Waltons? (gasps) 
that was one of my favourite programmes. Was it A, Rescue? Was it B, Reckless? Or was it C, Survivor? Gosh. Never watched it. Rack my brain. I'm guessing that one. That was Mondays, nine o'clock at night. There you are. Those are your three related questions for today on our quiz. We'll give you a recap a little bit later on with these guys' answers at the end of the podcast today. Right, it's that time. Celebrity giggle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh oh. The weekly experience. Celebrity giggle. Jack, play the voices. Still sounds hilarious, even 80 miles up the road from where I compiled that. Yeah. Well, I definitely think we've got the right, you know, the number one yeah, is no right. One, I, I'm still sticking to that one. So yeah. I do absolutely think that. And the last one's beginning to sound a little bit more familiar now. I'm not sure about the middle because that's a group I was giggle. kind of thinking both questions, two, well, two, second and third one sounded familiar because I think that's because we're listening to too much now. Well, this is what happened last well, time, forget, wasn't yeah. it? They became friends. Don't forget, you are here to help the audience, okay? And have a guess yourself. So throw your answers out. Who do you reckon number one is? It's got to be. It's got to be that Mary Poppins one, isn't it? Mm. The, ch- the chimney thing. Yeah, um, Dick Van Dyke. We said, yeah, didn't yeah. we? Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. yeah. Number two. Number two. No clue. Number three. Um, oh, number two oh. could be no clue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number um, three. I don't know. I can't name any. Just play one more time. Go, go okay. play again. Go. Oh, do you know what? Can I go for the number three? Go on. I reckon it's Roger. I was kind of thinking that as well. Yeah. Because when we played the um, the, the bits you've, you've, the best bits of you, and he's laughing head off in that. It, kind it of just suddenly like, yeah. twanged in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it is. He does put himself as a celebrity, doesn't he? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> he does mix with celebrities. Yeah. And he does make us bow when we go in and stuff like that. Oh, don't talk that. <laughs> no, he doesn't do he, that he, at he all. Could, he, could have had a twi- he could have had a twist into this saying that it was him added into it. Yeah, so I feel a little bit more mm. confident. I, I got a feeling they're all him, actually, and he's just making up the names <laughs> that goes along. <laughs> yeah. The first one's Roger on a, on, a, on a drunk evening trying to do recordings, you know. The second one is Roger and Roger yeah. and Roger, that, yeah. that, It's not a foot stamp, it's him falling back on his chair. You yeah, know? and the third one is just Roger. Yeah. Now, if you don't come up with some decent answers, next week on the show I'm going to have to get some guests to help you out right thank you we need all yeah. the help we can get so okay. anybody can you, can who you, would got give, any ideas yeah. can you give us a clue yeah you got them all wrong so far there okay, you go nice. all of them completely <laughs> wrong have we <laughs> yes oh, no. right still to come we recap unpack the fact with Bev once again with that great story and Taylor's here for his challenge on the 30 second ad challenge and also we hear from the dogs and rescue in fleet all coming up next on the weekly experience Gravity Force, the coolest, fittest place on earth, right on your doorstep here in Camberley. Interconnected trampolines, angled edges so you can literally bounce off the walls. Are you having fun? Fancy yourself as an adrenaline junkie? Or if you want that next fun-filled activity with your kids, Gravity Force offers you all of this. Do you want some more? Kids, teens and adults will love the foam pit, dodgeball courts and slam dunk basketball hoops. A new way to exercise. Unparalleled, unmapped, out of this world, free jumping fun for everyone. 
Gravity Force Camberley. Find us at www.gravityforce.co.uk. Go on, let yourself fly. Just like this. Are you ready for something different? Thursday, the 6th of May from 11am. It's business networking with a twist. So, so do got, I uh, just keep talking? Do I just keep talking while you're talking? It's an open forum discussion show. Focused very much on uh, local businesses and really bringing them to the forefront. You'll be challenged, tested and quizzed. I can't you can repeat what you've just said, basically. You know? Yes, I can. No, 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 no. That's, that's one of the new rules. Oh, Roger, stop it. Talking to real people with real stories with real life. This is the Buzz Talk Business Experience. More details soon. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. <laughs> oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience. So welcome back to today's weekly experience. We're all in touching distance, but we're still keeping the social distancing going. We're all in the same studio together. <gasps> it's kind of nice. The atmosphere is nice now. It's good. It's lovely. Yeah, can you pop the kettle on? Yeah, I'll do that in a minute. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, if you'd like to be on the show, by the way, do get in touch with us. We'd love to have you here. It's Roger or Beverly at smjmediagroup.uk or you can pop us a message on our Facebook wall, which is facebook.com forward slash weekly experience. There you go. Get in touch with us. And uh, if you've got anything for us, we will include it. Coming up shortly, we'll have a look at the What's On Diary with Karen Hurley. Uh, but first of all, though, it's Beverly's Unpack the Fat. Can you give us a reminder of the story, please? Yeah, just let me one bear with me. About four years ago, whilst on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. <laughs> They're giggling again. I shouldn't be laughing at that fact, shouldn't I, really? About four years ago, whilst on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. What's that squeaking you got going on over there? It's like Muttley, isn't it? <laughs> so I've given you a little bit of background earlier on. I don't know on. where to start with your questions. <laughs> I don't. This is why I find so hard about this competition. So I'm not going to tell you any more story part, but you can ask me questions based on it. Oh, dear. She's got a tail on. Did they brand you? <laughs> oh, dear. I, I don't know. So you were in China? Yes. Were you on holiday in China? I was on holiday in China. What did you do in China, apart from being kidnapped? Um, I think I think there's a twist to the story. Was she was kind of kidnapped, but I think she was being deported back. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> no, we just went sightseeing and things like that, and ate Chinese food. <laughs> sightseeing in China. <clears throat> sightseeing in China? Uh, they've got a beach. Well, I didn't go to a beach. Which bit of China did you go to? Stood on the wall. Which bit of China do you go to? Beijing and Shanghai. Mm. It's convincing, isn't it? Kind of convincing, isn't it? Yeah. I, ca- I kind of think, I'm thinking it's definitely she's lying, but then I got to it's quite true. So it's going to be quite a hard one to decide that we should go for. Mm. She's stomped, stomped us in the past with stones, isn't she? Yeah. You've got to do a roundup of all her funny ones. I, I will. I'll try mm. and I'll montage them all together. And we're concentrating on this particular okay. one at the moment. Yes, Roger. mum. Yes, yes, mum. Okay. Yeah. It's like a teacher, isn't she? Yeah. We need reminding later in the show because I'm not, still not quite sure what I'm to not go for. Um, yeah. I don't. I just don't know what to ask you with this question. Really, I just <laughs> want to know the answer if it's the truth yeah. or not. What, what, how did you fly? First class, second class? <laughs> <laughs> well, what relevance has that got to well, do? It depends with how you got there, isn't it? You know. Well, I went in an aeroplane. Just okay. Turned, how right. Did, okay. You were. 
Say it again. What, what, what was the question? So it was about four years ago, whilst on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. And, and the add-on to that was when I was in the market with some friends, um, a lady came up, we were mooching around handbags, and she said, you want handbag? So we went, a group of friends and I went, followed this lady through the back alleys of the market and ended up in a situation in a building that was obviously not kosher. What, what job did you have at the time then? Before you went on Hyundai? Um, what was I doing? Just thinking she was like CIA or something like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Office manager. Okay. Well, I don't know what relevance that is. I don't even know what to ask her on it. It's just... How did you get out of the situation then? Um, well, once I see it, my three of my friends were like further forward and that's when I saw the man on the right-hand side. Was it Mr Wong? He was chop chop like that. He, him and a couple of other people were behind this um, crack in the wall, behind the chest of drawers, and the the doors behind us started getting the closed. You've got, got, got this picture guy this go, coming in. terrifying. With, with these silver choppers, whisking them away there. <laughs> fresh meat, fresh meat. It was seriously terrifying. Hoisin sauce. Sorry. You don't know how traumatised I was by this. I think we're traumatised. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, remind us of that question, please, yeah, well, and then can... we'll move on. Right. About four years ago, yeah. whilst I was on holiday, yes. I nearly got kidnapped. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <sighs> right. <sighs> Can we belong to my, my, my lungs are hurting? Oh, dear. <laughs> Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best. It's brilliant. It's the weekly experience. Right. Next on the podcast, it's Karen Hurley, uh, who's the lady in the know. Yeah, so um, Caversham Lakes have opened up in Reading and they've tried to, um, they've kind of commercialised it a bit. So there's like a bar, uh, they've created a man-made beach, which you can hire a family area on there, which is they're doing paddle boarding and open water swimming at the moment. And then next month, they're hoping to do one of the aqua parks. Um, so you can book slots in an aqua park, which sounds quite exciting. I like the idea of that. Um, Horseshoe Lake is open as normal, so they're open for their open water swimming as well and paddle boarding and kayaking and also all of their um, sailing clubs is open. And what's new there is they've just opened up a Italian cafe. So I might have popped down there to the gluten-free cake last week. It was very nice and having a coffee by the lake after doing some um, fun activities. So Mitchett Lakes um, is by the Keys, the Kingfisher and the Keys down that way. They are doing open water swimming as well. Um, I think they're most mornings actually. It seems to be quite popular. Um, I think last week it was quite frosty, but they still went out. <laughs> is it Speedo's Essential wear then? I think so. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure it might go down too well. Some people wear wetsuits. Um, some people don't. Depends how um, brave feeling to like jump in the water. But yeah, no, people are doing it in all the lakes at the moment. So it's quite exciting. Sounds fantastic. Now, scouts and uniform groups. What's this all about? Tell me. So they are back out. So um, my kids are going back to scouts. Um, all the uniform groups, like army cadets and air cadets, etc. They are all meeting up face to face after nearly a year on Zoom. It feels like, doesn't it? And so there's lots of venues that are actually creating um, activities for them to book onto, because obviously they've not had to do any of their camps, or you know, it's all been kind of really restricted. 
So I know that Earlywood, they are doing a £10 session for scouts and that the scout groups can book onto and they're doing like an hour of bouldering and then they can do either um, crazy golf or their bushcraft activities. And then Explore Adventure, I've got a similar thing going on in Mitchett. So again, scout groups can book on for £10 and it's an hour on the water and then an hour of bushcraft, which is quite good a good session because most scout groups groups are subsidising it so it's you know it's cheaper for the um, parents to put their kids on to um, and I chatted to the lovely Tristan from Swinley and um, Frimley Bike Hub and they're going to be starting some um, similar um, priced things for the scouts as well so it's going to be like um, bikeability and how to look after your bike and then some bike courses around the forest and stuff so yeah that's quite nice and it's nice that they're opening up because there hasn't been very much for the youth and obviously all the youth clubs shut down and there's not been much going on and obviously the parks have been closed so it's nice there's actually something the um slightly older kids to be able to book onto again um and on that subject there are a couple of youth clubs that are actually opening in yately um there's a creative club at the tithings on a tuesday and that is for 11 plus um, and then for the 16 years plus on a Monday in I think it's St Barnabas Church in Derby Green and they're running a, a cafe for, um, for children that might be carers or have extra weight on their shoulders that they'd like to chat about they can pop down to there so that's quite nice. Maybe you mentioned bikes there cycle centres in Frimley. Yeah so um, Frimley Lodge Park they've got the cycle centre and it just started up um, and obviously they had to shut down um, because of lockdown. They've opened up again. They're going to be open on a Friday to a Sunday to start with. Um, you can go down there. I think it's about £10 per bike. We actually went down there yesterday to try it out again because we tried it when they first opened. Um, and they've got some lovely new bikes. The kids found them really comfortable. Um, and you can either book for a couple of hours or you can book the bikes for the whole day. And obviously you can just go around the parks or my husband took the all the way up to Ash Ranges um, and like went up and down the hills around there. So it's, it, it's quite a nice place at Frimley because it's flat. If you're going out with the family, you know, you have you don't have to do big hills. You can just go up and down the canal or around around the parkland. So that's quite nice. Fingers crossed we have some nice weather for all of this. Well, exactly. And there is also the bike hub in Swinley and obviously that's more adventurous. So we went there last week um, and they do have like a pump track type thing you can book out if you go through them. And obviously there's the, the forest. Obviously there's a lot more jumps and hills and things if you like forest riding. And if you do like um, pump tracks and a bit more adventurous stuff, there is the Edenbrook um, Country Park bike pump um, track down there. And they've got loads of um, jumps and ramps and stuff, which is quite good for the older kids. I like the sound of this one. Cooking class is called Bubble and Squeak. Yeah, so these um, just started these back up again. So they're running out of Bleach um, on a Tuesday and North Warmbra, which is near Hook, um, on a Thursday. And these are preschool cooking classes. So it's things like making cupcakes and pizzas and like little things that the kids can actually do. It's nice, obviously. It's it's a it's an edible version of messy play, really, isn't it? Because they can get out and do stuff. And it's quite nice that it's something a bit different other than the dance and music and other things that you know the preschoolers normally do. It's actually something they can eat, which obviously kids love, don't they? Um, so yes, it's called um, Bubble and Squeaks. So we're trying this on Thursday, so I'll be able to give you a bit more information um, after we've had our session on how much fun it is. So tell me what's up next, the phonics and sensory storytelling. What's the, what's the name of this? So this is um, Reading Fairies. So she's, um, it's 
based, it's Reading Fairies Hazelmere, but it's based in Borden in the Hogmore enclosure. So it's an outdoor class um, and she reads you stories and it's all um, phonics based. So it's from um, toddlers up to late preschoolers. The idea is to give you basics in phonics so that when you start school, you've already got some of the basics there. So it's quite a nice educational class, really. Um, and it, but it's very um, sensory based. So it's not like school where you're sitting down. You know, reading and writing it's all playful so there'll be more from karen very shortly on the podcast uh, in fact possibly in the next couple of weeks or so she'll be back with us uh, if you've got something for karen do get in touch with us on the weekly experience and uh, we would love to include it in our little list there time on the show for this from uh, taylor made weddings it's tyler how are you hi uh. so uh can you give us your name of your company please so it's taylor made weddings tailor-made weddings and thought I'd give you the opportunity to talk to us for 30 seconds to um, sell yourself basically to sell your business sell yourself whatever what you want to shout about yourself for 30 seconds okay it's got to be it's got to be condensed because you only get 30 seconds which is not that long to be fair with you so um, are you up for the challenge to talk to yourself for about 30 seconds to sell yourself and give yourself a great big plug on this podcast here. I will give it my very best shot. Okay, we'll see how we do. Don't forget, if uh, you go over your 30 seconds, you do get cut off, by the way, by me in the post-production of this feature and also um, a nasty klaxon will sound uh, (laughs) during the thing if you do go over 30 seconds. Are you up for the challenge? I'm up for it. Okay, Taylor from Taylor Made Weddings in three two one hi i'm taylor from taylor made weddings we provide bespoke wedding planning services across berkshire hampshire surrey and london you can reach me on my website it's taylor-madeweddings.co.uk um, or my email is taylor at taylor-madeweddings.co.uk um, we provide a range of unique weddings and we would love to hear from you at any point you had another about another five seconds i didn't want to hear the klaxon (laughs) you didn't want to hear that klaxon oh okay well never mind anyway taylor thank you very much indeed for joining us on this you did uh successfully get the challenge Congratulations. Bev, what Thank we you very much. You now. So, Taylor from Taylor Med Weddings, and you can hear his full podcast, by the way, uh, where we speak to him all about uh, his lovely business that he's uh, been running over the last couple of years or so at buzzpodcast.co.uk. Click on to Buzz Talk Business, and you will find one of the first ones that we did with him uh, probably about three months ago. Yeah. Possibly that. It's just over during lockdown, wasn't yeah. it? So, yeah, lovely guy. And uh, Taylor, thanks for joining us on the 30 Second Ad Challenge. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. Framble, do you want a word? It's the weekly experience. (laughs) Coming up in just a couple of moments, we have music from Chase Snowden. But first of all, though... Let's speak to lovely Chris from the Ascot Brewing Company. Yeah, but so we, you know, there's not been a lot going on. And, uh, of course, we're trying to come up with a, uh, a menu of events over the next uh, six months or so. Uh, so apart from getting open this, this this last week, and clearly we'll just run being open for the next month, and then look to put some events in there. So we've got, uh, we're going to do some more magic shows, we're going to do some more comedy shows, uh, we've got the burlesque evening that I know everybody's going to be happy to come down to. Um, 
the bigger events are going to be on the bank holiday. So the uh, late spring bank holiday, that one end of May. So we've got a, a um, full beer festival. I think there's 20, 20 on tap and 20 on cask or something. So it's quite a, a large affair. Are you going to do that kind of in your normal format, like a Saturday and Sunday? Friday yes, Saturday. it's going to run Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It, it, we'll see where we go with the Monday. Uh, so that we've sold a lot of early bird tickets, so hopefully we can uh, uh, fill the place up. Those, those sort of events work well. Um, very industrial here. Got the lorries parked. Yeah, there's a lot going there. on, isn't there? <laughs> um, I'm sure it'll be fine. We'll just talk up. Yeah. So um, yeah. So there's the beer festival, uh, and the Fourth of July. We've historically had something, so we're going to the Fourth of July. Uh, Saturday and Sunday is going to be sort of Americana type here so it'll be American pale ales and other types of beer that are more American and we'll try and get some actually American beer in directly from the States or some unique breweries that are over there see what we can do American style pizzas American yeah well yeah American American Italian pizza <laughs> how, how they come in isn't it? so all, but yeah but food but we'll do more than just pizzas we'll have a maybe one or two food wagons here as well with different types of food so we're bound to do burgers of some description I suspect uh, and other things so um, yeah we'll work with that um, but two of the things that happened uh, um, that we all missed out on was uh, Christmas and New Year. So I'm damned if I'm going to let people down and not have a Christmas or New Year's Eve party. So we've saved our Christmas tree. It's there in the corner. You guys can uh, uh, vouch for me. Is it alive, though? It's semi-dead. But... uh, It's about recycling (laughs) and reusing. It's reusable, Roger. It's reusable. Okay. Uh, Might have some lights on it, but they're broken. You've got some spray paint to spray on it? Uh, Make it look a bit more green? Yeah, no, I just think you need to be real with it. Like, treat it yeah, like it's it tr- is. It's just the tree that was good for Christmas. It's still going to be good for exactly. Christmas. Exactly. But this I'm Christmas is going to be late May. Uh, and then the following weekend, we're going to. Is Father have, Christmas coming, though? We get, well, actually, John, the head brewer, did dress up as Father Christmas. It might be a bit of a stretch to get him to do it again. Um, but we'll put the decorations back up, the lights back up, uh, and other things that we did. I think we've got two or three Christmas trees here, so we'll put those back up. Uh, so we run on the Friday and the Saturday for Christmas, and then the following weekend is New Year's Eve, so we had a great plan for last New Year's Eve, had it run, and we're going to try and uh, reset those this time. So one of the things I've found about New Year's Eve, generally speaking, it gets to midnight, uh, everybody sings old anxiety, and then about half an hour later, they all go home. So we're going to do it differently. So we're going to have New Year's Eve at about, I think, 9 o'clock at night because we're going to change the whole place into uh, Moscow and have a Russian theme, and therefore New Year's Eve will be at 9 o'clock, so you get plenty of drinking out time afterwards. That's New perfect. Year's at- so you'll put it on the big screen and have the clock. Yeah, we're going to get Vladimir Putin on the screen. <laughs> Um, of course, you'll have to do this as a pre-recorded now because he won't appear by personal appearance, will he? I think if we ask him nicely. He might do. He might not have anything on. You two are living in fantasy <laughs> land. You really are. <laughs> no, but I, I guarantee you we will have a Russian do it. How about that? OK, OK. Voiceover. Hmm. Russian. A real Russian. And... Um, so we're going to have uh, you know some Russian beers here, and we'll have a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. it's going to start earlier, um, and but let's uh, say the the uh, New Year's Eve will be New Year as in uh, Red Square, and then we'll try and run that through. So uh, we've we've got Russian hats here, uh, Russian uh, Russian trapper hats, 
I've got some Russian flags. I've been banned from using the USSR ones, but we'll see what we do. See what happens. <laughs> and what dates these Christmases? All oh, right, I need to ask me this. I think they're on the website. I was say that they're all okay. the dates, so but it's late May because, of course, you're going to have it. Going to have this uh, indoors, so we can't do it before the 17th of May. And then let's. We, I think when we were planning this, we thought, well, maybe they err for a week or two, so let's be safe and do it toward the end of May. Yeah. So that's the, that's what we're going to do later in the year. We've got another beer uh, festival end of end of um, August. Uh, so, you know, we're looking at ideas that will um, be entertaining and uh, be a bit different. And complement your business. Yeah, I mean, drinking mostly complements any business, I think. Really. Absolutely, it does. And drinking here in your beautiful craft beer certainly does. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have some other types of beers here uh, that we're doing. So uh, they'll be coming up with a sour. It's called Bye Bye Miss Cherry Pie. Wow, OK. It's worth a try. I think oh, we should come back, Roger. I think we should be coming down for a tasting, so, don't I you? I think so. Yes, mm. I, think it's, it's, I think it looks pretty red. Oh, OK. <laughs> Sounds fabulous. So there's other working on that. And some other you know, other beers that we're doing. We're doing these types all the time. Uh, I think somebody wanted to have a boxing match, but I'm not so sure we'll do that. Uh, and then there was another one about... Um, not dart throwing, it was... Another one, another brewery did. We thought we'd copy their idea, so I'll, I'll keep that one under the hat, just in All case right. it doesn't come off. So it's in your head. So we need to come back then and talk to you when it's out of your head and into your mouth. Yeah, I think it's something to do with throwing something. <laughs> wellies, wellie no, wanging. Oh, wellie, wellie. Yes, yes, could be good. Wellie yes, wanging. Good. Wellie wanging. Wellie wanging. That's what I said. Wellie wanging. Well, in fact, when if we'd been going when the Grand National was on, we were going to put these tables here around here, and then have a teams of people who could climb over them and race around here. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's good that it didn't start to run. Any Monday. awards in the pipeline? That's what I've got to ask you, because you won one last year, didn't you? Yeah, uh, well, we did, but I, I don't know. I mean, was that a complete surprise? Yeah, I think so. We just we worked hard at what we're doing, and, um, uh, you know, somebody must have said something somewhere. So, yeah, we, we managed to win the best small business in Surrey Heath, didn't we? So, yeah, uh, yeah I think you can only win it once. But is that the rule? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But congratulations <laughs> no, I'm sure there'll be somebody else more deserving than us uh, this time around. But, there, we, we, you know, lots of beer competitions are held. So, I mean, we would probably put some of our beers in there, you know, certainly this Chaos War, Chaos One and Gold Cup. But, uh, yeah, lots of plans and uh, hopefully it all goes well. OK, well, thank you for telling us all about that and we'll look forward to following the story and come down mm. and enjoy some of the events too. Absolutely, thank you. you're thank welcome. You, Chris. Thanks, Bev. So... That was uh, lovely Chris out in the sunshine. We really enjoyed our chat with him and uh, really looking forward to working with him a little bit more. Yeah, that was a great catch up, wasn't it? Great little businesses going on their hard work over the last period of time. But in the face of adversity, you find new ways of doing things. Now, if you want to hear all about Chris and the man behind the brewery, Mm -hmm. as I'm going to call it on the podcast, check out buzzpodcast.co.uk and click onto our Buzz Talk business and you'll be able to hear a full-length chat with that gentleman. Yeah, good story. Good story to be had. Mm. So have yep. a listen to it. And also, here is musical taste as well. Mm. And his top tips. And his top tips. And a quote that he lives by. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, we've got the whole package. We did. So check out buzzpodcast.co.uk and you'll hear it there. Right, time for some music on the podcast. This is Chase Snowden. This is his current tune. This is called Loud Shirts. Leave your coats on the bedroom floor you won't be needing them anymore The sweat dripping from the walls 
Snowden and Loud Shirts on the podcast for today. Uh, you can check out a full interview with that particular guy on our entertainment channel, uh, which is buzztalkpodcast.co.uk forward slash buzztalk entertainment, mm-hmm. which is available on Spotify, Amazon, and uh, all, the normal all the normal platforms. Yeah. Indeed. Mm. So. We get everywhere. Indeed. Right, should we have a recap? Of the quiz. Yeah. Should we do it? Right through the questions again then. Have a think. Gerbils were first introduced to the pet industry in 1964 from which country? Was it Asia? Uh, Was it America? Or was it C, British? What is Britain's most popular dog breed? Is it the Jack Russell, the Labrador, or the Staffordshire Bull Terrier? And what was the name of the family golden uh, Labrador, I should say, in the television series The Waltons? Was it A, Rescue, B, Reckless, or C, Survivor? How many are you going to get right? Jack? I think this week I'll get all three. No, probably won't. 
<laughs> wow. Confidence there. Yeah, I think two. Two out of three for me. Oh, okay. Fine. There you go. I think I think one out of three really. We're just honest. being yeah. optimistic. It's yeah. sunny outside. It's optimism. Feeling positive today. It's been brilliant so far. So yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Let's put the put you down a mood then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Stop the music. idea for this one <laughs> the middle one's not manny diny is it <laughs> <laughs> oh he hasn't said no no he's, he's kind of smiling as well <laughs> little, he's been mischievous with this yeah there's some sort of mischievousness going on no because that would call me cheating then okay so if it's not going to be what we thought it was for the first one maybe it's the laughing policeman or the last one? First one. Huh? Yeah, no, I, it still kind of feels it's a, like one of those um, Mary Poppins ones. Yeah, I, no. I might give you a clue next week on the show. Yeah, because right, if, okay. li- if you listen to the background, there, there is a kind a of a tune to it going. Yeah, I know. I don't believe him. I think he's just trying it on with us. Yeah. Did you oh, say you you gonna... said, just don't play nasty like this. Come on. <laughs> you, you I've, learned, us... I've learned from the expert. <laughs> saying you're going to give us a cute cl- <laughs> uh, clue. I'll give you a clue if no one gets it in the next seven okay. days. All right, no worries. All right, okay, then. We'll look forward to that. Uh, if no one gets it, by the way, it goes up to week three and another chance to win the £30 Amazon voucher, which is out of our cash. Yeah, exactly. It's our very yeah. own yes. money. You know, we are going to give it away, so somebody has to win the Amazon voucher. Yeah, so just email us. Email me, yeah. Oh, you. It's me, you, you for that me. one. Because I... Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know where you were going with that, yeah. Uh, so email me. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Don't forget, don't put on the, your answers on the Facebook page because then that gives the answers to everyone else and these two as well. Mm-hmm. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is our celebrity giggle for this week. Still to come, we have the Unpack the Fact Answers, plus also Gary and Michelle uh, talking to us about that very interesting Tim Peake story as well, plus also Laura Lowe joins us on the podcast. All to come up next on The Weekly Experience. Details on Vox School, go to voxschool.com or victoriabb.com. So, if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed, then get in touch at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. Our friendly team would love to see your business grow with ours. Here's what you had to say. Hi, this is Beverly from Funny Bones. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to FMJ Media. They have helped me immeasurably, introduced me to a few different uh, venues who I work with on a regular basis now. They help me build audiences. They're generally all around nice guys. Join in the conversation around here at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. Framble, do you want a word? It's the weekly experience. (laughs) So welcome back, everyone, to this week's weekly experience. In the room, we have Jack, we have Beverly and myself. Rog here. Yeah, we're all in the same room because we can do that kind of thing now. We can do that now. Indeed. It's lovely to see you all. And we are still spacious and very, so we could keep that rule of a meter or two. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
all staying safe. Mm. I've had my jab this week as well. Yep. You've me. had your jab. I've had my jab a few weeks ago. You've got to have your jab as well. Yeah. So there you are. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So the weekly experience is here. So should we give out some answers? Right, let's do this. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true. True, false, false, true. Hmm. Right. Beverly, your question, please. About four years ago, whilst on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. No laughing. Two sensible questions each, please. <laughs> I can't help laughing. This is a very traumatic situation. Okay, yes, I understand that. It's hilarious. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that now. Are you feeling it, Rog? No, no, no. You're not, you're not taking it seriously. Okay. <clears throat> so, again. I hope you are making this story up because we don't... You can't even say it without a smile cond- on your cond- face. Condemned laughing at pink and laughing. Uh, Rog, do you want to... Um... It won't be on my Facebook. Why would I do that? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, do you want to ask the question again? What, what, what has gone? About four years ago, whilst on holiday, I nearly got kidnapped. <laughs> hey, we got him on video. <laughs> He's laughing his head off here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear. Have we got any questions? No. Yes, you, yeah, you spend all your time giggling. You're going to yeah. find one serious and proper question each. The thing is, right, we're laughing at the facts. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it is made up. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm not going to even ask any more questions. I'm going to say you're making up. Yeah, I kind of think the same. But then there's a little bit of me thinking it could be quite true. <laughs> I'm going to say made up. Okay, so the answer is that it is a lie. Ah. But, oh. but with a proviso here, that did happen to my daughter. Oh. She went to China on holiday with some friends, went round a market. Um, a lady said, do you want to come see my handbags? So the four of them walked through in, down alleys and stuff and then ended up in this room where the people tried to shut the door in and there was a, was a man behind a wall and um, they had to push the lady out of the way to get out and ran back through the market to the team leaders. How does that work? Because that's kind of a true story then by your daughter's side, but obviously a lie to you. Mm. Mm. Do you give a half point for that one? No, there's no point. <laughs> it's not true for me, yeah. but it is a true story. But seriously, it, it is a warning to people yeah. that it do is go on holiday to these uh, exotic places, for instance. Yeah. Countries that you don't know that well. Sometimes the yeah, rules just, just are different. Don't trust people. Yeah. Yeah. Just be co- make yeah. sure you stay in a public space. Don't go off to these people because there's never a deal that good to be had. I bet it was very uh, traumatizing. I bet she's kind of doesn't want to go back there. Yeah. She's not keen. She's not going to go no. back there. But, I mean, there are places, obviously, it's going to be safe, but that was a situation of somebody taking advantage of um, younger, you know, younger ones and their naivety and their need for new handbags. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah she, did, so she and her friends would have ended safe, up yeah. being kidnapped and that's, you know, no made-up story, but it never happened to me. So now how do you two feel? <laughs> Fine. Yeah, all good. All good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be serious on the podcast, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> so that was Unpack the Facts from 
Ah, oh, Bev. Instead of boring old me next week, isn't it? Yeah, Roger next. Oh, dear me. It'd be another police story. I just story can't top or your pre- stories, I'm sorry a, to say. A prison cell story. But don't forget, she's got more time on us, hasn't she? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't lived yet, have we? Well, because she's partially retired. <laughs> <laughs> this all happened when I was young and influential and, and busy. Young and busy. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. <laughs> oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience. Right, time for a musical break before we speak with Gary and Michelle. It's Laura Lowe, who's 23 years of age, who has a wonderful tune out called Drifting, which we're here in a mo. So tell us about you then, Laura. Um, so I'm from quite a musical family. So it's something that's um, been been a big part of my life since I was just a, a little kid to be honest um so my my grandmother was a piano teacher and she kind of taught all her kids to to play instruments so then it was something that was like passed down so I I grew up playing piano and um and violin and then doing classical singing as well and then when I was about 13 I started playing guitar and um like writing songs and singing more like contemporary things um so it just kind of evolved from there and it's something that's always kind of been a big part of my life can you remember back to your childhood that first possible song that you heard and who brought it to you mm, first song i heard um i don't know i mean i mean i i used to listen to a lot of like what was on the charts but i guess um Honestly, one of the first CDs I remember having was, um, there, there were two. It was ABBA's Greatest Hits. <laughs> and, Good job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Dido, um, Life for Rent. So I think she's actually been um, an, an influence on some of my music and the way I sing, just without kind of, um, without really realising that. But just because it's, you know, it's the sort of music you listen to that kind of influences what you're writing and what you're creating. How would you describe your music? Uh, so I would say my music is pop, um, singer-songwriter style with some kind of, I guess, some folky and country influences to it. Um, yeah, I just, I like um, telling telling stories through my music, basically. And um, I, for me, music is um, a really kind of just powerful way to connect with people and it's um, a great way to to kind of process whatever you're going through and to to kind of heal um, and that's that's kind of what what I do with with the music I write. Obviously you said earlier on that your parents your grandparents were a big musical influence on you for instance so they must have given you quite a lot of support and love. Um, so I mean my so my my grandmother is um well, she she lived in Malaysia, so um, and I grew up over here in England, so um, I'm I'm half Chinese, but um, we didn't see her like all the time because she was obviously living the other side of the world. But um, she she brought up her her seven children in a very kind of musical household, so it was something that I think um, all of her children were very involved in music and they all kind of passed it on to their kids so um my brother and i um had all these different like um music lessons um and it was just 
I don't know, it's just something that I always really loved doing and really enjoyed. What's the What's the family said about your music? Uh, my family like my music. They're very supportive. They're always the, the first people I, I play my songs to. And um, they always have an opinion as well. Um, Is it an honest opinion? Oh, yeah, they're definitely honest. We're, we're very honest in our family, but um, in, in a loving, supporting way. So um, my debut EP, Sunrise, is um, out on pretty much all music platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, um, Deezer, any um, kind of the streaming platforms. So um, yeah, go listen to it, please. <laughs> Before you go today then, uh, Laura, can you introduce your track for us? So this is my new single. It's called Drifting. Um, it's the first song from my second EP, which will be out later this year. Fantastic. It's lovely to have you on the podcast today. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you for having me. What we had so long ago Still keeps me warm at night I promised I'd be better But I can't make this right Everything is out of reach for me I don't know what's wrong with me
So that was Laura Lowe on the podcast today. Uh, full chat with that lady at buzzpodcast.co.uk. Check out the entertainment page there and you'll be able to hear the full interview with that particular lady as well. Uh, so that's buzzpodcast.co.uk forward slash buzztalk entertainment thank you very much it is the weekly experience uh, with rog bev and jack with you for today uh, so coming up we got the answers to the quiz in just a couple of moments right time to uh, focus on the podcast with gary and michelle from dogs and homes rescue uh, so how did this start for you guys uh, it started off uh, probably about six years ago when uh, michelle had a significant birthday uh, we went to Thailand for her birthday, but decided to spend time volunteering at a dog rescue shelter, uh, which was called Soy Dog Foundation. Before going, we managed to accumulate quite a lot of um, donations, and we took over various laptops and other donations to give to the charity. Uh, and by way of recognition, we were able to look after the puppies in their puppy run, which isn't normally done, something done by volunteers. Um, and it was through that that we ended up adopting our first rescue dog, who's now called Smoocher. He came and joined us um, about four or five months after that holiday. Um, and that started us in the, on the road to uh, rescuing dogs, basically. So what initially got you the bug for the love of dogs then, first of all? Because there must be a passion there. You must have, must have seen them and going, was it kind of like, oh, or was it, ah? Oh. So I think we, uh, we've had dogs for 25 years. Um, and at that stage, when we first had dogs, we weren't aware that in parts of the world there was a lot of cruelty going on. Um, and when we saw what was happening, it was obvious that the lo- the, most of the people in the UK are very um, animal-loving people, um, and that isn't repeated around the world. And uh, that's why we wanted to try and reach out and try and help dogs um, in less fortunate areas. Whereabouts do you rescue them from, and what's the process of doing that? So, um, Dogs and Homes Rescue, we basically uh, are looking for homes for puppies which have been abandoned uh, in the Algarve in Portugal. And the reason for that is that um, Portugal, and particularly the Algarve, has um, a very temperate climate all year round. The Portuguese don't tend to get their dogs neutered. Um, and so what happens is that the dogs uh, are you know, jumping out of gardens or jumping into gardens and there's a lot of unwanted pregnancies. Um, the dogs then either get discarded as a pregnant bitch or the puppies are discarded when they're given uh, birth. And basically we're working with private shelters which are like people's homes. They're always at capacity. Um, and when we manage to take some puppies away to find a home here in the UK, they can then take more in from the on the, on the streets. Um, so the puppies are born out there in Portugal. How? What's the legal requirements for getting them from Portugal back here? And how old will they be when they go through that? Yeah, so what happens is I um, do the logistics of the charity. My wife, Michelle, chooses the puppies. Um, once she's chosen the puppy, they then go through what we call a vaccination regime. Um, and basically, that's they get to see a vet three times. They get fully vaccinated. They get treated for fleas, ticks, worms. Uh, we also do a blood analysis as well. Um, and the minimum age that they can come into the country is three months and 21 days. But typically, they arrive here by about four months or upwards. And basically, we, we, people apply online to adopt from us. We do get a lot of applications, but then we go through those applications and try and match the dogs to the homes. So tell me some of your success stories then. Um, we've got we've got lots of success success stories. 
Um, probably the most famous one is um, adopting a dog to Tim Peake, the astronaut. You know, when he applied or his wife applied, uh, he put down that he was a pilot. And um, we went round there. It was actually on Michelle's birthday. We went there for uh, to introduce them to a dog. Um, I didn't want to take up too much of their time, but equally we needed to get back for a, a special meal for Michelle. Um, I didn't know who Tim Peake was at that stage. We were talking about different things. I asked him what he did as a job. And he said he was a, you know, a pilot. I asked him who he flew for. And he said, uh, or I, said I said, no, what, was your, what did you last fly? And he said, oh, it's a long time since I've flown before. So I said, who do you work for? And he said, ESA, uh, European Space Agency. And the penny didn't drop then. So I just then carried on the conversation, started talking about dog food. <laughs> um, we did the adoption and I got home. I posted it up on social media. And the third comment was, that's Tim Peake, the astronaut. And I felt such a klutz. I've been in this company. You thought I'd have asked him lots of questions about space and I didn't. Um, but, you know, very kindly after that, we had uh, two more siblings from that litter come in and we used that anecdotal uh, story with people that were looking to adopt the siblings. And it was amazing how many people knew Tim Peake. Well, I shouldn't be so amazed. Um, but then I, that's when I turned around to Tim to say, would you mind being a patron? Because your name is actually finding a lot of homes for dogs. And he kindly agreed. And that's what, where it's sort of taken from there. So if anyone wants to get in touch with you guys, yeah, I think the, the best way to get in touch is uh, either send a message through Facebook, but the easiest way is probably to uh, go onto our website um, and fill out the form if you're interested in adopting. Uh, Gary and yourself, thank you very much indeed for joining us today on our podcast. We really appreciate your time. Well, we thank yours too. Thank you. Really thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you. So Gary and Michelle talking to us from the Dogs and Homes Rescue in uh, Fleet. Uh, you can hear the full podcast, by the way, uh, if you check out buzzpodcast.co.uk forward slash buzztalkbusiness, which is available on Apple, Spotify or now Amazon. Yeah, good we're on Amazon now. Yeah, thank All you. over the place. I know people listen on Amazon a lot because people mention that to me. God, you seem surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spotify, Amazon and Apple are the biggest directories to be on yeah you know? yeah and, and the more you're on the easier it is for people to find us yeah. anyway find us on all of your oh, social media indeed, platforms indeed yes mm, yeah yes, there you go right uh time to come to the end of the show before Ooh. we disappear should we give you out some answers i think we need them don't right. we jack uh answers to the quiz here we go yeah why not okay question number one today Gerbils were first introduced to the pet industry in 1964 from which country? Was it Asia, America, or British? You shall ask first. Jack. I think Asia. Evelyn. I was going to say Asia too. One point each. Yay! Ooh. Well done, Jack. Cheer. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Thank you. Uh, question number two. Uh, what is Britain's most popular dog breed? Is it the Jack Russell? Is it the Labrador? Or is it the Staffordshire Bull Terrier? Beverly? This is a little bit more difficult, but I'm going to go for Jack Russell. Jack? I'm going for a guess, actually. I think that the, the, was it the last one to Terrier Bull Terrier? Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Yeah, because I heard that a lot when my kids mentioning them all the time, so I'm kind of going for that one. No points. No point. Is it a Labrador? Oh, it was a Labrador. Oh, okay. Because that has never happened, has it? Somebody's oh, yeah. got a point. Okay, Neil. Yeah. Question number three today. What was the name of the family golden Labrador in television's TV, The Waltons? Was it Rescue, Reckless or Survivor? Jack. Rescue. Beverly. It was for me, it was between Rescue and Reckless. So I'm going to go for 
Reckless. One of you's got it right. Who's taking away the point today? Beverly! Oh my goodness! Yeah, the answer we were looking for on that one was reckless. So you get yourself one point. So the score's on the doors, my love. Is. Um, I've got eight and a half points. You're storming away, aren't you? And Jack has five and a half points. So who at the moment is buying us the curry? Jack. Jack. Yeah, it, it looks like me, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. Do you ice around, yeah? <laughs> Just keep going for a while. Let's pick an end date for this series and then... End other of one. the year. End of the year? Yeah. Oh, end of the year. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. it gives you plenty of time to save them, would not it? <laughs> You've got plenty of time to catch up. Yeah. I need to save my pennies for buying all your But takeaways. what I might do in the summer... Mm. Is double the points. Oh, you Ooh. power crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Talk, talking about that, that reminds me of a show that... Um, do you remember that guy... Um, what's the guy that does all the cooking? The, the Italian guy? Gino, Gino de Campo. Campo. Yeah, he was on, I think it was one of the, uh, uh, it was a comedy one with... I um, thought you were going to say he's on a cookery show. Yeah, he, he was on a team anyway, he was a hair team, and so they said... Celebrity said Juice? Him, That's it. They said to him, like, um, if you change your name, I will give you, like, 9,000 points, something like that. It was sort of really, it was a really... Oh, yes, yeah, I know what you're yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he kind of go, um, yeah, because he, he wanted to win, because every week I think he's been losing... So they brought an actual proper person on to sign his name and get it all officially done. So they gave him a middle name, which is where he, where he lives from, um, Sheffield. So his name is, um, you say it. Gino. Gino. Gino Sheffield. The Campo. 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 <gasps> is so, that real? But there's a twist in it. So he gave him the points. So he got 9,000. So he was winning. They had one more question to go. The other person what got the question. <laughs> then he awarded them more, more points than him. So he still lost. <laughs> and then had his name changed. <laughs> Stupid that show. We're not stupid. <laughs> uh, talking of stupidity, mm. celebrity giggles. Yeah, right. Really okay. good. All right, go on. Okay, I can find it now. Hmm. I'll try and get you some help next week on the show if you got yes, no, please. no I think inkling. we need it. I mean, and now in my you might head, come I've up with three possible answers by yeah, next you, week. If I give ask you something, would you better tell us whether it's right or wrong? Not not the question, but I'm saying, is the middle one from a TV movie or something? No. Okay. Is the middle one a compilation of sing, of laughing that you've put together? No. Oh. Is They're f- all one single person. All of them. Yeah. What, the first, second, and third. No, no, no. Oh, just Three individual celebrities. In the middle. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, that's going to be making it more harder, isn't it? Is the first one from TV or film? Uh, that's the kind of me thinking it is. TV. The first, first one's from TV. Well, movies as well. Okay. So that could be quite right. Well, I mean, you might be just literally trying to divert us off our answers. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm still sticking with We're going to do this. Yeah. We are going to do this. And yeah. any listener out there who would like the voucher, you've got us to contend with now because we're on a mission. She's <laughs> <laughs> getting stern, isn't she? So get your questions sent in to Rog. What's, yeah. your, what's your email address, um, Bird Boss's email address? It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Thank you very much. Or you can uh, pop me in a question on our Facebook wall, which is The Weekly Experience on Facebook.com. Yep. There you go. Okay. Any closing headlines from you two? Take care, enjoy the sunshine, look after yourselves, and um, 
Look forward to next week. And next week we're out on a secret location. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. And we get my battery pack, so we won't have power to plug into. So this will kind of run off a battery pack. Oh. Mm. So, yeah. Exciting. Does that mean I've got to put my shorts on? You can do. It, I mean, I've checked the weather and it is going to be nice wherever it is. I'm going to put my shorts on. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be in Miss Speedos. You're going to be in your bathing costume. I'm yeah? probably going to be long and floating clothes. Huh? Bring some bread for the ducks. Oh, kind of exciting. I'm going to feed the ducks. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, right, we'll catch you in seven days, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcast.co.uk.